hear me now. We will always remain vigilant and we will act and we will always do what is necessary to ensure the safety and security of Americans at home and around the globe. Today, we remember the lost. We commit ourselves to the safety of the living and we pledge that we shall never waver from defending our nation and its people. Thank you all and may God protect our troops and all those who serve in harm's way. We will never, we will never give up. And we've just been hearing U.S. President Joe Biden there making that address uh, from the White House following uh, the announcement that it has been a confirmed uh, killing of Al-Qaeda top leader Ayman al-Zawahiri. And let's cross over to Washington, D.C. to get more on the speech we've just been hearing from U.S. President Joe Biden. Uh, Simon, he, we heard it there from Joe Biden himself saying he was the one that gave the order uh, saying that he's removed uh, Zawahiri from the battlefield. Yeah, very interesting details contained in that roughly seven-minute appearance by President Biden at the White House, who said that he authorized this military strike uh, on the al-Qaeda leader, Ayman al-Zawahiri, a week ago, that it was then carried out on Saturday uh, in the Afghan capital, Kabul. U.S. officials briefing reporters have said that the al-Qaeda leader was found in the home uh, of a top aide to senior Taliban leader, Sirajuddin uh, Haqqani, part of the Haqqani network, uh, of course, uh, and that uh, underscores the sense uh, that we'd had over the last several weeks that following the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan, uh, al-Qaeda fighters generally and al-Zawahiri specifically had felt a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more emboldened about the possibility of moving around slightly more freely than they have been for the past uh, at least a decade, longer in the case of Ayman al-Zawahiri, of course, because of his uh, association with the attacks of September the 11th, 2001. So uh, President Biden wanted to underscore in that appearance that the United States has both the capacity and the resolve to hunt down uh, terrorists who have struck at American interests, even in this case dating back two decades. And it was an important element of the president's message uh, that he was essentially saying when he told the American public uh, last year that after the U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan, the United States will, would preserve over-the-horizon capabilities uh, to carry out strikes against terrorist targets. This was precisely one prime example of the capacity that the United States has. There will, of course, be questions about uh, why Ayman al-Zawahiri was able to reach the Afghan capital, Kabul, and whether that doesn't demonstrate that, in fact, uh, Afghanistan once again can become a haven for terrorists to gather. Uh, but President Biden absolutely underscoring that there is no place uh, for anyone associated with the attacks of 9-11, in the case of Ayman al-Zawahiri, uh, the attacks on the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania and a host of other uh, outrages. There's nowhere for them to hide. Uh, and the long reach of U.S. intelligence will eventually, as they did on Saturday, get their man. Simon, the U.S. president there saying the U.S. will not break, uh, will not give up, will never back down, speaking to the American people during the primetime television belt. Uh, he's scoring some major points with a domestic audience tonight, isn't he? 
Yeah, very much so. Uh, just important, uh, parenthetically, to mention that uh, President Biden is still in uh, COVID-19 isolation after uh, rebounding and testing positive again. Uh, so that speech was made from uh, the White House balcony outdoors, uh, an opportunity for the president uh, to be beamed into living rooms all over the country. It wasn't just the news channels that were carrying this speech. America's major broadcasters preempted their entertainment programming uh, to cross live to the White House here tonight. And there's an opportunity for President Biden in all of this to do a couple of things simultaneously. First of all, to burnish his own foreign policy credentials. They were very badly damaged by the botched military withdrawal uh, from Afghanistan last year. This gives him the opportunity that he took uh, in that address to say, we knew what we were doing. We knew that over the horizon capabilities were at our disposal and could work. Uh, he's also uh, making up for a bit of past history in his own background, because remember, in 2011, uh, when U.S. intelligence went to President Barack Obama and said, we've got information about the whereabouts of Osama bin Laden, Vice President Joe Biden was the only voice sitting around that situation room, not yet ready to back a military operation to remove Osama bin Laden from the battlefield. That operation, of course, took place in Pakistan. Uh, and the fact that Joe Biden opposed it has always slightly dogged him in foreign policy terms. Now, ahead of crucial midterm elections here this November, and then, of course, the 2024 presidential race, he's been given the opportunity to erase that from the memory. And I'm sure we will be hearing him talk about the killing of Ayman al-Zawahiri uh, in a CIA drone strike in Kabul last weekend for many months to come. All right, Simon, thank you very much for walking us through that. Simon Marks in Washington, D.C.